Hello, welcome back after a slight hiatus to Isolation Island Discs with me, your host, Katie Atkin. Now I'm sure you're all wondering what the theme is for this week. And yes, it finally is Musicals Week. I have a real eclectic mix, a few special guests, and I've had the best time recording this. So although there has been some moments where I feel like I've bitten off more than I can chew, as I am a little rusty, but this has been my favourite week so far. I've done all the parts I've never quite got to play or never will be able to play, and it's been incredibly cathartic. So here we are. Let's kick it off with some of the greats, Rogers and Hammerstein. The hills are alive with the sound of music, with songs they have sung for a thousand years. The hills fill my heart with the sound of music. to sing every song it hears. My heart wants to beat like the bird of the wings that rise from the lake to the trees. My heart wants to sigh like a chime that flies from a church on a breeze. To laugh like a brook when it trips and falls over stones on its way to sing through the night like a lark who is learning to pray I go to the hills and my heart is lonely I know I will hear what I've heard before the sound of music and I'll sing once more. <sighs> the sound of music, lovely Rogers at Hammerstein. Now that was one of the shows I auditioned for to be one of the Von Trapp family when I was younger. And I think I got down to the last set and then I was told I was too tall for the part I was going for, which obviously you have to be in quite a lineup to be in the Von Trapps, don't you? So I was livid. Um, generally speaking, if you are a child actor, it bodes for you far better if you looked younger than you are because you'd be better at acting, but you'd also look like a child. Whereas I was awkwardly always looking older for my age. So... I had a real rough time there, not getting into the bomb traps, really stayed with me. And I've never been in The Sound of Music, which, yeah, pains me. But it's one of those musicals that every time it comes on TV, I have to watch it, I get sucked in and can't help but sing along. Speaking of which, there was a musical that came on TV right at the beginning of lockdown um, that Matt suddenly his eyes lit up at. And I was like, what? He doesn't, he doesn't strike me as a kind of musicals man. And he couldn't, he couldn't look at his phone, nothing. He loved it. And it was Oliver. Um, I think he definitely sees himself as a little bit of an artful dodger. Therefore, yes, I roped him in to my Oliver medley. I know that I'll go anywhere for your smile, anywhere for your smile, everywhere I'd see you. Would you climb a hill? Anything. Wear a daffodil? Anything. Leave me all your will? Anything. Even fight my bill? Mr. Cuffs. I'd risk everything, everything for one kiss. Everything, yes, I'd 
do anything, anything, anything for you. Who will buy my sweet red roses to blooms for a penny? Who will buy my sweet red roses to blooms for a penny? Who will buy? Who will buy? As long as he needs me. Oh yes, he does need me. In spite of what you see, I'm sure that he. love him still when they've been used so ill he knows I always will as long as he needs me if you are lonely then you will know when someone needs you, you love them so. The way I feel inside, the love I have to hide, the hell I've got my pride. As long as he needs me, he doesn't say the things he should. He acts the way he thinks he should. But all the same, I'll play this game his As long as he needs me, as long as life is long, I'll love him right or wrong, and somehow I'll be strong, as long as he needs me If you are lonely then you will know when someone needs you you love them so I won't betray his trust Though people say I must, I've got to stay true just as long as he long as he needs me the poster song for domestic abuse which apparently is up 300 percent so if you're getting irritated with your partner put the knife down i'm not sure i'm allowed to say that but i just did but from one tormented love to another i now have my second guest of the show which is Gabriella garcia now me and gabby we met at our sixth form where we did performing arts and Gabby was an amazing dancer who struggled a lot and had a lot of um, negativity, especially uh, from 
the teachers saying that she couldn't sing and that she would never really amount to be a singer and she should just stick to being a dancer and in the chorus. And that always frustrated me because they said the same thing to me in, in the opposite. They said, you know, Katie, come forward, sing, and to the back, be a tree again. Um, but the thing is, is that I... I didn't challenge it <laughs> to the point that she has, um, where she's gone on, on to play an incredibly operatic part in West Side Story, the lead in West Side Story, professionally. Um, and whereas I am have not done Swan Lake last time I checked. So Gabby is doing this recording with me remotely. Don't worry, with social distancing. She actually got me this microphone or told me which one to get. So she's got her own microphone in her house in Wimbledon and I'm here in Woking. So don't worry, we're not next to each other. We are staying alert. So Gabby, you got your dream role of Maria and West Side Story uh, last year and you did an amazing run that was extremely successful. And then this year you've been asked to reprise your role again because it was that successful this summer. And then lockdown happened. So West Side Story is completely cancelled, isn't it? it it's definitely cancelled, but they have informed like people that had tickets that it will definitely come back. But right. that definitely come back. I mean, you can't really say definitely come back because you d no one knows. No one knows what's happening. Um, so I think uh, even though they will do whatever they can to bring it back, realistically, all the theatres are in danger of closing now. Um, so for them to come back, it makes more financial sense to bring back a company of two or three people rather than 23 people. And also safety-wise, it's just easier to start with a smaller company. It's sad, but I think I've, I've gotten it out of my system already. And how has the rest of the cast reacted? Were they upset as well? or? I mean, I think every, everyone's upset, but um, I think half and half. I mean, half of the people this year were new and half of it, we had already done it. So the people that had already done it obviously had it, had it easier to, to let, let go. Um, it was the new ones and most of them were graduates. Most of them, it was their first job. So I could tell it was really, really hard for them to, you know, they were like, oh my God, my dream was I story. And then, yeah, they were crying. I mean, when we got told, sorry, you need to go home. Like Ugh. half of the company was crying. I think the saddest story was about six, the musical. Um, you told me about that. I actually sing a song from that later on in the show. But um, yeah, six was awful, wasn't it? Yeah, their opening night on Broadway. And that was the day Broadway shot. Like it was the first time, it was the youngest um, director, female director on Broadway. It oh was, it God. was, you know, it was these two um, boy, girl from, um, I don't know. I don't know if they were Oxford or Cambridge, but, um, you know, they, they took this musical to Edinburgh Fringe. And they were now opening on Broadway. And that was the day Broadway shut. And oh, that, that is gutting for them. That is just an awful story. Um, oh, sorry. Matt's just arrived home from work. One second. Who's this? Gabby's on the phone doing an interview. Hey, Matt. Goodbye. Yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> Matt, you're going to have to be quiet because I'm, I'm doing an interview for my podcast, please. Matt, that's not being quiet. Oh. No. Matt. Um, did you did you didn't um the dog from Over the Rainbow or that that musical isn't he called Otto? No, uh, um, Toto. Toto. Oh, Toto! I thought you could use Otto for your musical <laughs> theater. There's no place like home, Otto. There's no place like home. Anyway, on with the music. I'm now going to play you Gabby's recording of I Feel Pretty. She recorded this especially for us, reprising her role as Maria in West Side Story. Despite coronavirus, she's doing it on the Katie Atkins show, Isolation Island Discs. She must feel pretty good about herself right now. Um, I do some dodgy backing vocals of the other girls. So enjoy. I feel pretty, oh so pretty.
That's a big middle finger up to all those teachers who said she would never sing a lead role. What was your favourite memory from playing Maria? What was the thing that sticks in your mind as like an incredible moment last year? Gosh, there were so many incredible moments. I think I think the the best feeling was waking up the day after press night next to James and James reading a few reviews because I said I wasn't going to read any reviews because I was just so scared they were going to be all, you know, really bad saying, who is this imposter, you know? Um, and actually James going, Gabby, you got incredible reviews, you know, and, and me kind of feeling this, th- th- these all these rocks in my back just kind of, ah, oh, it was an amazing feeling. Like I genuinely thought, you know, they cast the wrong person. I'm not an opera singer. What have they done? Like all these like horrible thoughts were were happening even oh. even even when doing the show even when we had already opened, so that that press night was just just anxiety. Oh, well, you were there in press night. Uh, yeah, we were there. Me and my mum were there, and I remember getting all the newspapers the next morning because we stayed over and just sort of being like, okay, cool. What the review's going to say? Because I knew you'd been brilliant, but I was just I really needed to see it in writing. Um, so yeah, I, I can imagine that was incredibly nerve wracking. You're never going to please everyone. I know that. And that's why I, I, I don't want to be ever that person that reads reviews because that's just a, it's a battle you're never going to win. But oh, it just felt so great to, you know, to have you there. You, I think out of everyone, you and my sister are the only one, only ones that really know um, how far I've come with my voice, my singing voice. Um but I think when seeing you after the show and you being like, oh, my God, and your mom and just it just I guess that I guess I needed that. Um, yes, you did it, Gabby, sort of thing for me to be able yes. to be like, oh, yes, all that hard work really did pay off. And it did. 
So this next song I am going to sing, Gabby, you actually requested me to sing this one. It's from the musical Six that we were talking about earlier that had to close on its first day of Broadway. But it is a musical based on Henry VIII's wives. Um, if you can imagine it, it's kind of set to music that's kind of like Little Mix or X Factor, but then each wife is kind of competing in this singing competition. Sounds like it could be awful, but trust me, it's brilliant. Um, it was really well received on the West End and such a shame it couldn't do, go on Broadway, but this song is sung by Jane Seymour, who is Henry's favourite wife, the only wife who bears him a son, but she dies in childbirth. This song is really beautifully written. You can really hear the X Factor style within it, but it's also, yeah, very powerful. And she sings this to Henry just as she's about to die. You've got a good heart, but I know it changes. A restless tide, untamable. I knew a storm could come to You lift me high And let me
a very emotional song there. When you see it in the show, it really gets you. Um, but, you know, speaking of being unbreakable, um, we <laughs> Gabby is a testament to being unbreakable, um, being the success story that she now is on the West End, and some teachers, as I said, not believing in her. I mean, all of my memories of singing in Tring are quite horrible. <laughs> Same goes for my memories of dancing, Gabby. <laughs> I think that's why we bonded, because you were so good at singing, you would help me and... I was good at dancing and I'd help you. Seems like I was a better teacher than you were all round, because I still cannot dance at all. <laughs> oh no, but Gabby has been good when I've been calling you to kind of like, when I've been struggling with some notes and I need some advice. Oh, I didn't ask you. Huh? I didn't ask you in the end if you were able to reach those notes. Well, Gabby, you're just going to have to wait and see and listen like everybody else. <laughs> This next song is about going to a drama school and being so excited to go there, but it not quite being what you expected. So I think me and Gabby can kind of resonate with that. Um, our performing arts school was a very tricky place to be at times. And this song depicts that perfectly. It's called Nothing and it's from a chorus line. It's great storytelling. And I may have changed a few of the lyrics to tell my story. Listen out for those. Oh, I'm so excited because I'm going to go to the High School of Performing Arts. I mean, I was dying to be a serious actress. Anyway, it's the first day of acting class and we're in the auditorium and the teacher, Mr. Sharp, anyway, he puts us up on stage with our legs around each other, one in the back and one in the other, and he says, Okay, we're going to do improvisation. You're on a bobsled. It's snowing out and it's cold. Okay? Go. Day. For a week we would try to feel the motion, feel the motion down the hill. Every day for a week we would try to hear the wind rush, hear the wind rush, feel the chill. And I dug right down to the bottom of my soul to see what I had inside. Yes, I dug right down to the bottom of my soul And I tried, I tried And everybody's going, whoosh, whoosh I feel the cold, I feel the snow Oh, I feel the air So Mr. Sharp turns to me and he says Okay, Katie Atkin, what do you feel? And I said, nothing I'm feeling nothing and he said nothing could get a girl transferred. They all felt something, but I felt nothing. Except a feeling that this bullshit was absurd. But I said to myself, hey, don't worry about it. Maybe it's genetic. They don't have bobsleds in Catrum. Second week, more advanced, he would try to be a table, be a sports car. Sharp, he would say, very good, except Katie Atkin, try Miss Atkin, all alone. And I dug right down to the bottom of my soul to see how an ice cream felt. Yes, I dug right down to the bottom of my soul and I tried to melt. And the kids yelled nothing, they called me nothing. Sharp allowed it, which really made me burn. They were so helpful, they called me hopeless until I really didn't know where else to turn. And Mr. Sharp kept saying, Katie, I think you should transfer. You'll never be an actress. Never. Oh. Went to church, prayed Santa Maria, send me guidance. Send me guidance on my knees Went to church, prayed Santa Maria Help me feel it, help me feel it Pretty please And a voice from down at the bottom of my soul Came up to the top of my head And the voice from down at the bottom of my soul Here is what it said This man is nothing this course is nothing. 
If you want something, go find a better class. And when you find one, you'll have your podcast. And I'll assure you that's what finally came to pass. Six months later, I heard the charm had died. And I dug right down to the bottom of my soul. just want to clarify that Mr Sharp was actually a teacher at our school and he is not dead. His name fitted very well into the lyrics, but yes, he has not died. He is actually now the lead of the London Gay Men's Choir, which often you'll see them on television and things like that. Um, They're brilliant. He was actually a really great teacher, so I don't feel too bad about faking his death there. Hi, Mr Sharp, if you're listening, you're definitely not. So this next song is from the ever-popular... The Greatest Showman. Now, it was hard to choose one, but I thought this one was the biggest mountain I had to climb. It's an incredibly hard song to sing, but it's so dramatic and brilliant. So, sing along! I'm trying to hold my breath Let it still this way Can't let this moment end Set off a dream Getting loud Can you hear it echoing? Take my hand Will you share this with me? Cause darling without you know that my mum is going to be listening to that one saying you were shouting (laughs) but you can't not shout that song it's a huge song but yeah greatest showman love it in fact I'm gonna make Matt watch it tonight because I think he he hasn't appreciated it enough so on to the next and if you thought that song was big it's about to get bigger 
How, I hear you ask? Well, you're about to find out. Now, I have played a few roles in Les Mis. I've played Fontaine. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. And I've also played Madame Thenardier uh, back at Catrim School, which was probably the most fun role I've ever played. Um, I really think that Matt and I could play a really good Madame Thenardier and Mr Thenardier. So maybe one day we'll revisit that. But I think the role I've always wanted to play but never got to was Eponine. Um, she's a great role. I wanted to play her in the in the production that I actually ended up getting Fontaine for. And the reason being was that the director said, well, Katie, you're the only one in the cast who looks like you could have carried a baby. Um, I was only 17 at the time, so I took that quite offensively because Fontaine obviously has a child. Um, but it was it was great because I really enjoyed playing that role. Um, so Eponine has always been a dream that's kind of slipped away from me. So I thought about doing on my own, but then I was thought, oh, but God, I, you know, I, I've also really loved to play all the parts in Les Mis. And uh, well, when you've got your own podcast, my podcast, my rules, here's me playing every part in Les Mis. One day more, another day, another destiny, this never-ending road to Calvary. These men who seem to know my crime will surely come a second time. One day more. I did not live until today. How can I live when we are parted? One day more. Tomorrow you'll be worlds away. And yet with you my world has started. So we're coming towards the end of my musicals episode. Now, don't fear. I think I have to revisit this. It's been too much fun for me and there was too much choice to just pick a few songs. This next musical is, I think, my favourite musical of all time. It's based um, around the Vietnamese war. It's called Miss Saigon. 
I'm sure some of you have heard of it or maybe some of you have seen it. This song I'm going to sing is the Vietnamese prostitutes who are having sex with the GIs who are literally about the Vietnamese war in this musical is about to end. So they are dreaming, these prostitutes, of that they'll meet one soldier who will then take them back to New York and give them a better life. Otherwise, they're about to be brutally murdered by the Viet Cong. So, um, quite heavy stuff. Imagine, you know, Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump and a beautiful Vietnamese girl hoping that after this night that she'll be taken to New York and, and saved from brutality. The music in Miss Saigon is amazing. And the last time I checked in the mirror, I won't be playing a Vietnamese prostitute anytime soon. So I thought I'd give it a go. Let me know what you think. They are not nice, they're mostly noise. They swear like men, they screw like boys. I know there's nothing in their hearts. But every time I take one in my arms, it starts the movie in my mind. The dream they leave behind.
the movie In My Mind from Miss Saigon. Now we're on to the final song of this musicals episode. And this is a request from Florence Nelson. So thank you for that request, Florence. Uh, Matt doesn't really like musicals, but he enjoyed this one. He knew how to sing along to it and recognised it instantly. So this song is made famous by Elaine Page. And for those of you who listen to or have ever listened to Elaine Page on a Sunday on Radio 2, where she does her musicals radio show, anybody want to fire her? Because I would like her job. Um, She can be very irritating, but you can't deny this song is a classic. Midnight, not a sound from the pavement Has the moon lost her memory? She is smiling alone the lamplight, the withered leaves collect at my feet, and the wind begins to moan. Memory, all alone in the moonlight, I can smile at the old days, I was beautiful then. I remember the time I knew what happiness was. Let the memory live again. Every street lamp seems to beat a fatalistic warning. So. And soon it will be morning Daylight I must wait for the sunrise I must think of a new life And I mustn't give in When the dawn comes Tonight will be a memory too And the new day will begin Burned out ends Smoky days, the stale cold smell of morning. A street lamp dies, another night is over, another day is dawning. Memory from Cats. I haven't seen the film, but I've been told not to bother. So that's it. This is the end of the musicals episode for now, part one. And the last song is another request from Gabby. I think this song is uplifting. Um, For me, it brings back a lot of very happy memories because this is my first lead role uh, ever. I was cast at age 10 
as Annie in Annie. And this song never gets old. So for now, goodbye to my listeners. Stay alert and remember. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be some just thinking about tomorrow clears away the coppers and the sorrow till there's none when I'm stuck with a day that's grey and lonely I just stick up my chin Tomorrow, so you gotta